0: Now, as we have been covering uh, on the show, Ireland lost out 1-0 to Australia earlier in their opening World Cup game uh, down under. We heard from Off The Ball's Kathleen McNamee and Today FM's Dave Moore, who were both there uh, in Sydney uh, watching things. Josh Crosby was here. He was at a watch party. Where, Josh?
1: Well, I must say, Karen for a loss, there's still a great sense of pride and optimism in the air. A number of these watch parties, viewings, screenings, call them what you like, they've been taking place. Everything from a, a TV being set up in a workplace to cinemas. Uh, when I saw friends I know in offices having these watch parties in work, it just reminded me of the old TV being carted into a, a free class in primary school. One of those moments when the country just kind of downs tools for the length of the match and whether you're a sports fan or not, you're doing it for your country and the the time off work, of course. But yes, there were screenings in theatres. I saw there was an event taking place at Daly Mount Park and the Sport Ireland campus. But like the majority of sports, it all comes back to community and the community spirit getting behind a team. So I said, where else to go? But the captain's home turf of Kilna Manor. Uh, Katie McCabe started playing with Kilna when she was around six years of age, before there were any girls teams. And what the success of this team has done for the participation in the sport is unbelievable or as the motto of the at the moment now is out, believe I should say. So out at Kilnamanagh Family Recreation Centre today they had flags, bunting, a face painting stand children brought along handmade posters and it was great to meet with people young and old who are so passionate about their local girl they grew up around and she's now leading the team into this World Cup. Here are some of the young players and fans from the club who are full of excitement to be following this. First we'll hear from 11-year-old Isabel and just in a few short sentences Isabel really sums up the the power of reaching this level of sport is having on children her age.
2: My favourite thing about the Irish soccer team is is that it just inspires anyone that they can do anything in the world because of like back then how girls they weren't really allowed to do anything and now it just shows that you can just do anything. My name's Jess, I'm 11 and I think what inspires me about Katie McCabe is probably like the way that she lives on my road and I played football with her before on the field.
1: You're going joining the soccer club, (laughs) are you?
2: Yeah, I'm joining in September.
1: Why, just because (laughs) you're seeing how good the Irish team are? Yeah,
2: yeah. She just inspires everybody to play football, basically everybody in Kilimanagh plays. And what have you got in
1: your face here today now?
2: Um, Ireland flags. Ireland flags and it's all for Katie McHale because she's playing in the World Cup and Ireland are going to win the World Cup and we're going we're gonna to get through to the finals at least. What's Katie
1: so good at? What special skills has she got, do you think?
2: Slide tackling and she's just nice to everyone. And she really puts her body on the line and she really makes sure that she gets the ball. She's good at dribbling and she gets past everyone who she needs to.
1: And what does it mean, not just Katie, but to have the Irish team playing in the World Cup? Does it give everyone more confidence?
2: Yeah, it's amazing because like they really show that girls can do anything boys can do and we're uh, like, just amazing at football and
0: we're going to win it. I'm Freya, I'm 10 and I like Katie because she inspires us all because she's local and she lives close. She's just a really kind person and now is the time for everyone. Do
1: you want to play soccer for Ireland one day? Yeah, I you? want to
0: grow up and be like her. You
1: want to grow up and be like her? Yeah. yeah. And how, how do you think Ireland are going to do in the World Cup?
0: think they're going to win.
1: They're going to win the whole thing?
0: Yeah, if they have a good chance, they just need to like try harder and just be better. Come on the girls and grin. Go no. the girls and grin! All right, some of the future soccer stars in the making there cheering on uh, Kilna local Katie McCabe. You got to speak with someone, Josh, I understand, who is part of the whole journey of getting women's football to where it is today.
1: Yes, Kieran. So among all the fans, neighbours and friends of Katie McCabe out in Kilna you also had people she would have played with growing up. There were some people from the FAI out there, but I met with Marion Donnelly. Now, Marion played a very important role in all of this and by what I mean by that is even talking about what's taking place today an Irish women's team competing in the World Cup would not have been possible without the drive of women in the decades gone by who broke the mould and set down I suppose a a foundation for women's soccer in this country we've heard a lot about the team of 1973 in recent years and look it's a shame to say that it's only in the past two years that their efforts are being acknowledged I suppose it's mostly down to the coverage that women's sport is now rightly receiving and with the World Cup on we're starting to hear the voices and the names of those involved with this from the very beginning. So Marion Donnelly was there today with her jersey and her Irish flag at the ready. Marion says today is a proud, proud moment.
2: So much admiration for the girls. They are just incredible. But it had to start somewhere and it started with us.
1: What does it mean now to see where it started to where it is today now, over in Sydney at the World Cup?
2: I would give anything to rewind and be there. Absolutely. unbelievable, it's just a great achievement, just something that you never thought when you were 17 and playing and you just never thought that it was going to evolve into this and that's just the most amazing thing
1: And why do you think it took so long for women to get the recognition in the sport?
2: Why does it take um, so long for women to get recognition anyway so it's been a long time coming and women are empowering themselves so that's where it is, it's women are taking the power back
1: And do you feel a sense of pride then that you were part of the beginning of all this?
2: Absolutely unbelievable pride. That's why we're here today, you know, just... I'm in contact now with the Pioneers of 73, and we're linking in all over the country, all over the world, and it's just the most incredible feeling to actually meet up with these people that you haven't seen for 50 years, and you've played with a lot of the Dublin players, you know, you would have met them over the years, but the country players, it's now the most amazing feeling meeting up with them, and that they were involved in today. And as someone that's played the game on the pitch, how do you think Ireland are going to fare? Do you know something? They're going to play with heart and heart takes it all. Come on the girls in green.
0: All right, that's great to hear from uh, Marion Donnelly, who, as you say, Josh, a part of that 1973 team who got the ball rolling, if you pardon the pun. In the first clip, though, we heard from the stars of, well, maybe not the stars of today, the stars of the future, some young girls full of enthusiasm. Mm. We saw this with boxing as well, after Katie Taylor and Kelly Harrington um, and others. Is, Is there an increase in in interest and demand?
1: It sure has, Kieran, The secretary of the girls team at Kilnamanagh was telling me he was only getting calls yesterday of girls wanting to sign up. The club has only today advertised for a new coach. The numbers are going so high. They literally are inundated with calls in the secretary's own words. But a clear example of how the sport is growing, when Katie McCabe was starting out, she used to play with the boys teams and now today out in Killinamana there's 17 girls teams, all the way from under 6 up to under 17s. And with the excitement and the, the clear fanfare I saw from the girls watching the game today the numbers are only going to grow and grow but to hear from the guys involved with the club I met with Eamon connaughton who's the child welfare officer and was Katie McCabe's first coach you'll also hear from head of girls football Damien Power Eamon says you could always see there was something special with Katie
3: I had Katie as a six year old first coach with Katie and even then she was She's like all these kids now, full of energy, full of enthusiasm and great skill, natural skill. What was she like when you first came across her, when she first togged out? You didn't know what to expect until she tugged out and got the ball and then she was like one of the boys. Just mixed in with everybody, great football skill, great left foot and she's progressed ever since. It was, it was actually natural ability she had and it just needed to be brought out and that's what it did. What's the unique aspect about her or about her play that she has this leadership role now? she's always been the leader and she's never been afraid to confront issues she went playing football with the boys because there was no girls teams at the time you could see her leadership coming out even then she knew she had a great left foot and she used it very well
1: but look the game just after coming full time there now 1-0 what do you think what's your review yeah
3: um, a bit of bad second half we were unbelievable we deserved to draw at least out of the game we had some great moments in the game. Unfortunately with the penalty, it was a penalty I was the front of the referee. But I think they'll take great confidence going into the next game. As they, the way they finished, we only need one win and maybe a draw in this group to get out of it. And we're very well capable of doing that. Unlucky, but I think they'll go away with their heads held high. My name is Damian Power. I'm uh, Head
1: of Girls Football in Killamanna. Numbers have grown and um, yes, it's been fantastic. It's just a really good community atmosphere. And what does it do for a club to have someone at such a high level in the game? just grows numbers, uh, inspires all our kids, it really, really helps the club. We've something to lean on as well uh, because there's a lot of girls and our older teams going, going into National League Football and we're progressing through our clubs so we can get a voice of uh, Katie, what that pathway is like. At, uh, today we just sent out uh, social media post to advertise for new coaches because uh, the level of interest in the last two or three weeks has been crazy.
0: Right, Damien Power and Eamon Connaughton there from Kilnamanna AFC. Listen, it wasn't to be uh, for the team today, Josh. They lost 1-0 to Australia. It's disappointing, not entirely unexpected, though, for those in the know. You know, Australia were, were Bookie's favourites. There's still a lot of enthusiasm about it, isn't there?
1: There is, and even though it was not I- the ideal result, as you said, fans are, I suppose, content with the outcome. The Aussies were favourites going into this game, and the goal did come from a penalty. As we heard Eamon saying there, and what might sound surprising, but they can take confidence from this as they go on and uh, the party atmosphere around this there's been a lot of talk about shops and businesses not going all out with their flags and their bunting and that is disappointing but I think in the soccer the football communities in the areas of the country where the players are from events have been taking place and there is spirit in the air if this game would have been on a Friday or with the time difference if it was later in the day after work work, there would have been larger crowds out and that certainly didn't in the atmosphere out in Katie McCabe's home community of Killingham Sandra works at the Family Race. Centre where the game was being shown, and she says they'll be screening the next Ireland game as well.
2: Very pleased with the it's torn out today, very busy.
1: And how did it come about now to decide to put on a big screen like this? And well,
2: no, that was the manager's choice, Do you know what I mean? And he said he'll get his screen on and bring all the kids down. So it was great to see them all in. And the whole the community, the whole area is The whole community together. is in, all the parents and all run out my feet. My feet are sore, I need a cup of char now. The face painting is going on, the kids are all excited. They're all out in their green. They'll all celebrate again tonight. I'm uh, Ed Gabbett. I'm the girls' secretary for Kilnamanagh Football Club. Ah, the atmosphere has been fantastic. You know, it's been building, building, building
1: for weeks. What does it mean for the club to see that Rockets jersey on the, the big screen?
2: Yeah, no, it was it was fantastic when you seeing the Ireland squad and they all turned up with their their jerseys of their home club. It was it was amazing to see Kilnamanagh Every little girl looking at that now looks and says, you know what? I can do that.
3: The buzz is absolutely huge. The girls. Just to see them, see the girls perform so fantastically, it does them, like their confidence on the pitch, just to see the girls being in the World Cup is fantastic. Um, the buzz in the atmosphere, the community, it's just unreal, it's fantastic, I have to
2: say. I'm Liam um, impressive fox I live right beside Katie McCabe. They oh. were great, hard luck, and what's it like yeah. for
1: you now, from seeing Katie from when she was a child, growing up to where she is now? Oh,
2: she's fantastic. You should see her old, I swear to God, you should go around and have a look at them,
3: it's lovely, lovely. Hi, how are you doing? Derek Fallon here with my son Joshua.
1: Well, what's it like now around the community having someone really local at, at such really level? Really really
3: buzzing. The fact that she's a gunner as well makes it even the more better.
1: Happy days. Yeah. And what, how do you think Ireland are going to fare now, Chuck? I think we get by Nigeria, Canada, I think we get through the group. And yourself, do you play soccer, Joshua?
2: Yes, yeah. a little bit, you know. It's amazing. I really think we're going to do well in this World Cup
1: you were over
2: in Sydney now, what would you cheer on? How would you cheer them on? Come on, girls,
0: and All right, great to hear uh, from Joshua and some of the other uh, Irish fans uh, there in Kilnaman, uh, Katie McCabe's home turf. Josh Crosby, thank you very much for that. We're going to hear from Josh again tomorrow on the show with a special report on preparations from Limerick ahead of uh, this year's All-Ireland Hurling final on Sunday against Kilkenny. And this is some coup. Wait till you hear this. I have managed to convince the powers that be in news talk for the summer tour to visit Kilkenny, God's own city.